0: Amen. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, worship team, and all of you that make that uh, happen. Paul speaking to Timothy. He uh, writes, of course, a couple books uh, Timothy, 1 Timothy, and and 2 Timothy. Thank you. You know, I graduated from Eagle Lake Elementary School, so I need a little help once in a while. And, uh, and um, determined trust our trust often is uh, challenged our trust to remain faithful both books Paul is writing and he's uh, writing Timothy who is his spiritual son Timothy being his uh, spiritual son Paul's desire like any father was desperate that Timothy succeed in ministry let me say just a footnote here that ministry, when you're really engaged in ministry, and particularly full-time, is not all that a lot of people think it is. I'm always amazed when individuals come and they join our team as a person, whether they're administrative assistant or whatever the case, what they thought working at a church uh, was uh, doesn't resemble what reality is, and uh, they just didn't realize that how busy or all the things that took took place. And then let me say this: just because you say I'm a member of that church, you know, my friend uh, doesn't. If you rub you just right, it doesn't mean you're gonna emanate with the sweetness of the Holy Spirit every time on the phone. Hello. There are some Christians that. They hadn't quite got everything sanctified yet. There are a few still choice words that some of them can use from time to time. Hello? But you think if you work in the church, everybody are angels. Let me tell you, from the top to the bottom, ain't no angels here. Maybe a few. I want you to be successful in ministry. I want you to be adventuresome. And then he says, here's what else I want. I want you to be a solid man of God. I want you to be a minister. I want you to succeed in ministry, and I want you personally to have a life that has no filter, that you are wide open for your love for Almighty God. Paul's writing because... He's earned the right to be able to speak into the life of of Timothy and many, many others. His ministry now is coming to a close. He has written books and chapters on the hardships that he's faced. He sees that great potential in Timothy and he realizes something that Timothy doesn't know even though Timothy thinks he knows. He realizes that Timothy will face Many, many hardships and many great difficulties. Many that will come to steal him away from his commitment to Christ. And Paul sums it up. What a great encourager. Son, what I'm trying to do for you is prepare you for the worst. Cause if the worst is going to happen, it's going to happen to you. Boy, isn't that a wonderful Sunday school story. Yes, I got the love of Jesus in me now, and now I don't have to worry about any kind of a hardship. Paul has said, no sirree," He said, you can count on hardships. They're going to knock on your door most every single day. And he desires for him to never lose the fervency of his commitment to Almighty God. So Paul sums it up. Success in ministry, success in your personal life. And I'm going to prepare you for the hardships that literally is going to rock your world and give you the opportunity more times than you care to understand to turn your back and walk away and say, well, done with that. That was no fun at all. 2 Timothy 1 verse 6 through 8 in the message version says, And the special gift of ministry you received when I laid hands on you and prayed, keep that ablaze. He said, God doesn't want us to be shy with his gifts, but bold and loving and sensible. So don't be embarrassed to speak up for our master or for me. His prisoner, take your share of suffering for the message along with the rest of us. And we can only keep going after all. The only way we are going to make it is by the power of God. That's it. It's by the power of God. You're successful a single day in your life in serving God with few mistakes. It will be only because of the power of God. The devil will tempt you, lie to you, send liars around you, and the only way you won't get sucked into that and give in, and it happens often subtly, is by the power of God. Paul's goal was to convince Timothy that if we're going to serve God and determine to remain faithfully committed, that's the only way we're going to prevail. So Paul says, let me give you point number one. Number one, hold on to the truth. Hold on to the truth. Say that with me. Hold on to the truth. 2 Timothy 2.1 says, You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong in that grace. Understand, holding on to the truth. The grace says, hey, that whether you're up or down or sideways, in or out, angry or happy, whatever the case, always rest in that grace and stand on the truth. Stand strong in the grace that comes from. Where does it come from? It comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. So he says, now, Timothy, I want you to understand, son, you've had a great teacher You've got great-grandparents. You've got a great-grandmother. You've had lots of experience in the church. You attended Sunday school every time the doors were open. You went to vacation Bible school. You went to summer camp. You sang in the youth choir. You did all of that. You visited the jails, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But let me tell you, your experience and your resume is not what's going to keep you afloat. It's going to be the foundation of your faith. Understanding that when you step off that foundation, you will sink down over your head and never be able to recover in so many situations. And that's why the Bible says and intimates that a person who's known Jesus Christ, who might step away from God and decide to flirt out there again and simply turn their back eventually on God, that it's more than twice as hard to ever get them back into the fellowship of serving God because they once tasted what was good. And now the enemy has deceived them to believe that they know it all. And getting them to come back and reestablished, the Bible says is more difficult than the first time they ever gave their heart to Christ. So he says, Timothy, don't let that happen to you. Hold on to the truth of the revelation of your salvation that the greatest gift that you have is the salvation. John 8, 32, then you will know the truth and the truth will what? It'll do what? It'll set you free. You hang on to the truth, it will set you free that the only hope you have is Christ Jesus. The temptation and criticism will come. It will come. But both will keep you focused. If you're going to be tempted, if you're going to receive criticism, it's there for a divine purpose from Almighty God. It'll cause you to make up your mind to say, I have to stay focused. You see, it was the truth that Jesus declared to Peter. Hey, it's the truth that I'm going to build my church on that foundation. Matthew 16, 18. Peter, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell cannot overcome. We're not talking about strength. We're talking about the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is no filter. There is no filter. All of life is built on something. I was thinking uh, driving and processing different individuals who you see now some individuals that are in the spotlight and the highlight and serving Jesus and and, oh, my Lord, they're on fire, and I go back through. I've lived long enough now to remember some that stood up and said, man, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I found Christ. And they rode that wave for quite a distance and then decided to get back in their mischief and meanness of life. And they seemed like they're more mischievous and more meaner than they were before they ever declared that Jesus is their Lord and Savior now. And I thought, how difficult is that? Unbelievable. You see, the bottom line is that serving Jesus Christ does not mean that you're in the spotlight and that God is going to elevate you into some spiritual menagerie or position to be able to declare, look what, look who I am. So here's what Jesus says in the illustration of Matthew 7, 24. Everybody's got a foundation. Everyone has a platform. Everyone has a platform. So here's what he says. Therefore, everyone who hears, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the what? On the what? On the rock. Okay. the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew. And beat against that house. Yet it did not what? Why? Because it had its foundation on the rock. But but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man. Who built his house on the sand, and the rain came down, and the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and let's read the last part together, and it fell with a great crash. Your hope is that foundation, it's that rock. Timothy, it's your faith. The substance with which that platform is the power of truth. It is not blemished. It is not curtailed. It is not anything but pure truth. That truth stands so that every fiery dart and every lie and every criticism and every time you get slapped around, there's one thing that it may try to do, and that is to dilute the foundation of what you're standing on. But it cannot dilute that foundation. Send the wind, send the rain, send the storm, send whatever you choose. That foundation will not give way to whatever it is you're going to face. I'm telling you, Timothy, I'm telling you for the prepare for the worst. But I'm also telling you what your security is. It is not by might nor by power, but it is the Holy Spirit. If you build on the sand in any one part of your life, it will fall. Paul knew the kind of torment. Let me use that word just right in there freely. He knew the kind of torment that Timothy would face. Therefore, he says, hold on to the grace you have in Christ. It will sustain you, and that is an absolute Torment will come. Well, how do you do that? How do you, how do you stand on that? And Paul admonishes Timothy. Here's what he says. Learn to listen to your spiritual leaders. Pay attention to that. Let your heart be palatable. Let your spirit be open. Listen to your spiritual leadership. Endure like a good soldier. He says, take it on the chin. A soldier doesn't just get his uniform on and everything is just right. He has a uniform that prepares him for battle. And he said, if you're going to be a soldier, you are observing peace. And when war comes, you get out in the mix, and you're going to get hit on the chin, Timothy. And don't get sidetracked with temporal things, things like worldliness. Don't get lost in that. Stay disciplined spiritually. Let me just drop this for just a moment. Whirliness is a word. Worldliness is a discipline, a behavior often. And I, I say this actually in love. Have the spiritual fortitude if you're in a movie and they start taking God's name in vain and using words that shouldn't be there. Have the fortitude to get up and walk out. Don't let the filth, well, you know, pastor, I mean, you gotta, you gotta give a little and you gotta take a little. Says who? Does everybody get the point? Do I need to just carry on? Everybody got it? And wh- watch that Gossip. Hello, Watch that gossip. Just watch somebody. will throw it out there to you. Be careful of that. Number two, let me go on. Trials will not last forever. Trials, whatever it is. Some of you out there, you've been through divorce. You thought your life was ending. Something almost worse than death is going through a divorce or separation. It just sucks the air out of you. The trial, I, couldn't, I can't believe that I went through that, but trials do not last forever. Somebody say amen. amen. They don't. 2 Timothy 2.10, Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, Paul's talking, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Paul said, I'm not doing this because I like to do it. I'm not in this prison writing to you and going through what I go through all the torment just because I enjoy doing it. He shares with Timothy the foundation of his faith. It's God's Word, it's truth, which is alive in Timothy, and he tells him that. Then he shares that the trials of faith, Timothy, when you hit them, they will not last. Keep that in mind. This too, what? Shall pass. it with me. This too shall pass. Do you have anything in your life that you would like shall pass. This too shall pass. I'm glad you said it, Pastor. If you're leaving and breathing and you are upright, you have something in your life you'd like to see shall pass right now. Shall pass. You know, Paul shares the reason that he suffers. One, for the sake of the gospel. And number two, for others to be able to know Christ. What an awesome statement. So he says, I stay true to the truth, true to the word. And he said, so that he might be pleased with me, but others may know who Jesus Christ is. And he says, Though I'm a prisoner in chains, and though he says I'm held and marked as an evil person by what I'm doing, by the authorities in this culture and society, he said, God's word is not locked up nor in chains. He declares, They may imprison the messenger, but they will never imprison the message. It is free, it's real. Then he says, Therefore, I endure. I endure. How many ever had a root canal? How many like to have a root canal? How many had a root canal and you didn't like it? May I see your hand? How many liked a root? I want you to raise your hand so high. How many of you enjoyed your root canal? Seeing no hands, I'm assuming that everybody does not like the procedure of a root canal. Am I correct? Am I correct? a root canal Paul says though if having a root canal will bring glory to God and will in fact cause me to have the privilege of reaching somebody else I'll take a root canal as many times as necessary I don't know about you my tooth is beginning to hurt now I'll endure. So here's what he says. I will not become discouraged. Say that with me. I will not become discouraged. I just won't let it happen. I choose to make a mark. I will endure. I will not become discouraged because I will endure. I will believe this too shall pass. I will not accept defeat. I just won't do it. Devil, you might think that you have me down, but the bottom line is I will still get up. You will not keep me there. Not only that, I will endure. I will not allow the enemy any victory. He may think that he won this battle, but he will not win the war with me. I will tell him as many times as necessary, Satan, get behind me. In Jesus' name, I rebuke you. And I will not accept these circumstances that I would like to see pass. I will not accept them as long term. Sooner or later, this too shall pass. Amen. Paul says, Timothy, are you getting this? Are you understanding, standing on the power of God's word as a platform, but you have to endure. Don't allow yourself to get discouraged or be defeated or be put down or let the enemy dictate to you your destiny. every single time stand on that foundation of who you are in Christ Jesus. James 1:12 says, "Blessed is the man." Meaning favor is given to the man who perseveres under trial because when he has what? Stood the test, he will what? Receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who what? Love him. James, a writer that gets to the point and says favor is given to that man who perseveres. Who endures under the trial, then Galatian Paul writes in Galatians 6 9. Let us not become what? Weary, let us not become weary in what? In doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest. What? If we what? If we do not give up, if we do not give up, oh my gracious alive, my friend. If we do not give up, my friend Randy Vallemont passed away about a month ago. I texted his wife the other day. How are you doing? She said, I'm doing pretty good. But she said, it's real slow. It's real slow right now because just like that, her husband of vigor and vitality and life And a great spiritual leader with a great church, the first lady of that church at First Assembly in Griffin, Georgia. What a power-packed team. What a power-packed church of giving to missions and leading the way. All of a sudden, he's gone. She posts on Facebook scripture, encouraging scripture. I know what she's doing. She's trying to find her way. Through the darkness of the unknown to find something that she can grab hold of that will cause her to keep her faith encouraged to encourage her three daughters to encourage their two grandchildren and declare one side of me wants to say, why did this happen? How will I ever make it? I gave my whole life thus far to you, Lord. And look what happened. She fights that with the power of the word of God saying, hey, I will endure. I will. I will. I will endure. Wow. Paul declared to Timothy, though I'm. I'm in that prisoner, and I'm in change. He said, don't become weary. Don't become weary in doing good, for he says, you will reap a harvest. So let me tell you, if you're going through the this too shall pass, if you've gone through a major just challenge in your life, a major emotional breakdown, so to speak, if you've gone through something that rocked your world and the Rocky Balboa got hit upside of the head. Yada yada yada. Here's all you have to do and fight for it. Be faithful. Amen. Be faithful. Amen. But of what the Bible says. If you're faithful, you will receive a reward. Amen. 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 And I'm looking for the reward. How about you? You'll be faithful. So In other words, listen to me, friend. That's the only way you're going to get it. You can give it up. You can wimp out. You can cave in. You can pull the cover over your head. You can become so medically intoxicated that life spins out of order for you. Or you can stay in the Scripture looking at the promises. Here is a trustworthy saying, if we died with him, we shall also live with him. And I happen to believe that the most exciting life in the world is living for Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Amen. Paul wanted Timothy and warned him, take courage in the suffering. He said, realize each challenge has a purpose. Be prepared to sacrifice everything you have. And Satan may abuse you, but he can't destroy you. And remember this, Timothy, God never overlooks his own. Finally, one day... We shall reign with Christ. We shall reign with Christ. We shall reign with Christ. You worship singers, you can mosey on back up here. And let's just get ready to worship a moment. 2 Timothy 2.12, if we endure. You like the way that says it? If we endure. You know what that screams at me? There's a possibility you won't. Why would would we need the if, if it was an automatic that we're going to endure? He says, if we endure, how are you going to endure? You're going to stand upon the Word of God, which is pure. You're going to make your mind that you're going to endure, not to be discouraged. If we endure, yes, we shall endure. We will also reign with him if we disown him. He will also disown us. In other words, here's what he says. If you check out on me, if that's how you choose to live your life, and I've got to chase you around every time you wimp out, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to be God. And here is where I am. And if you want who I am, You come to me. You come on back home. You know what? The father the prodigal son didn't go after him. The father talked to the heavenly father and the prodigal son came back home. And I'm going to suggest to some of you in this building and those of you listening online, some of you need to start making your way back home back home in your spirit. I hear excuses all the time, I watch people. I watch where you sit, I watch some where you move back, some down here, and then go to the balcony, and I just watch. And I've been doing this so long, I can almost tell you by where you sit. They got a challenge. And here's what I've seen over and over Well, Pastor. You know, we've just been so busy. You know, that's, that's, that's not original. How many of you have been busy? May I see your hand? Sure. So we got to chalk that one off. That doesn't make you special because you've been busy. And then I began to see it. Oh, we watch online. Let me tell you about online. It's only a tool for those who just cannot make it to church or those that just might be trying to discover who Victory is, it is not for the bona fide, loving Jesus, members of Victory Church, to have an excuse to stay home and watch online. Amen? Because ain't nothing like coming together in the fellowship of your spiritual family. Amen? Nothing like it. And I watched that and I think, just give it a little more time because they will evaporate before long. And I have a little mental list of some of those that, that over the holidays, I'm going to be talking to. It's okay now. You had your fun, had your rest, had your great breakfast on Sunday morning, takes you to about 10 o'clock. Spend a little family time with the kids. And I want you to look in their faces. I want to ask you as a parent, are you preparing them for eternity? Do they understand what the priority is in their little life? Don't blow that. So he says, we will rule and reign with him. If we suffer, we shall reign with Christ. Now listen to this observation, So I think it's pretty clear. The Lord gave this to successfully suffer for Christ means that we are faithful. You see, many times we think suffer is, okay, here's my hand, put it on the concrete slab, hit my fingernails with a hammer. Well, that's the kind of suffering right there. When's the last time that happened to you? You probably won't do it but once. But you know what suffer is? Here, you know what it means? Being consistent in your love relationship with Christ. Because when you do that, you will suffer. It means suffering that the enemy will attack you, pick at you, spit on you, slap you, demean you, criticize you. He'll just do that as a daily little pick at you. And every time that you just say, I know in whom I have believed, I'm standing on the rock. You know what he's saying? You suffer those attacks and maintain your commitment to Jesus Christ. You will reign with me. Amen? Amen. You will. Now, now, listen... I'm not, uh, y'all go ahead and line up over there. It's just out here. I intend to do a little raining here. Anybody with me? Amen? Amen? You think you got to wait till you get to heaven? Well, when I get to heaven, I'm going to be able to rain with him. Foot. I want to rain now. How about you? I said, I wanna rain now. I don't wanna be proud or haunty, but I'm saying, God, come give me a little bit of cream now, amen? I'm I'm gonna live for you. If I'm gonna get out there and get in the nasty and get in where the battle is, I wanna hear a trumpet of success and enjoyment and pleasure, amen, I don't wanna enjoy it now. I wanna enjoy, I want a little raining right now by saying that's my brother and that's my sister, hallelujah. I want to reign now to say that person over there got saved because they came to Victory Church and I invited them to church. I want to reign a little bit now to say, devil, you thought what you did to me and my family was going to get us down. Let me tell you something. You thought you had us, but by the grace of God, we popped right back up and never lost one bit of our speed. We are still trusting you. Some people live in fear and they live in fear and that fear says, if I get too engaged, then the enemy will come and knock us out. So I don't want to take the battle of the enemy because I'm afraid if I really get engaged, he's gonna, he's just gonna knock me out. I say, you're gonna get knocked out either way, friend. So if you're gonna get knocked out, bless God, get knocked out for something that you believe in. Stand for the truth of the word of God. Somebody said, Well, I've been beat up. That's good. If you get beat up, get sewed up. Amen? You'll look as good as new when they're done. Do you understand what I'm saying? Your kid's giving you a problem, pray them on back home. Amen? Job gives you a problem, just work like you've never worked before and leave your old rowdy boss man in the hands of the one who created the breath that that boss man breathes. Amen? enjoy yourself come to church and say lord i tell you what i love the worship i love the praise here's what some people do they don't praise like they used to don't sing the song that i like to sing they sing some of those songs like joy to the world doesn't even sound like joy to the world you know what if it's got joy to the world in it here's how i deal with it i say sing it because it's giving god praise and honor amen i'll catch it about every fourth note so we're going to suffer just because you're faithful, and you are faithful, and you are faithful, and you, and baby girl, you're faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. But being faithful is not going to be easy. The is going to come. You just say, bring it on. For the same rock and the same word that sustained me up till now will sustain me. Then he goes on and says this. So you can reign here. He said, so when you get ready and you get to heaven, how many ready to go to heaven? Amen. Come on, help me now. How many's ready to go to heaven? How many ready to go tonight? Y'all go ahead. I'm going to hit steak and shake. (laughs) When you get to heaven, here's what he said you're going to get to see Jesus speak. Doesn't have to have an angel. So go over there and get the devil that's chained up. You know, get him and you throw him in. the pit of eternal damnation listen to him scream when he gets in there watch when he takes the Antichrist and takes him by the nap of his neck and said you're next and he throws him in and then watch how he takes the priest of the Antichrist and throws him in and he says you get to watch And when they're all in and the seal goes over the mouth of hell, here's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be banana pudding. And all the good things of the Lord Forever and ever, you're never going to cry. You're never going to have a pain. You're never going to walk with a limp. Never going to have a migraine. You're just going to dance around and enjoy the blessing of the Lord forever and ever and ever, and you're never going to get tired. So Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, if that's what you want, son, get you a truckload of that and don't let them disturb you, for that day is coming when you're going to reign with Almighty God forever and ever and ever. How about you? Is that the way you feel? Put your hands together and let's thank God. Amen. Would you stand? I hope you got a good one up there, boys. What's
1: that? You want to know what it is? It's your promise still stands. Yeah, I like
0: that. Great
1: is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. Come on, let's worship. Here we go. Oh, I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. you have never fail. One more time. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never
0: fail. So Paul died. We know that he did. But Timothy took the mantle. And more things were accomplished out of Timothy's ministry. All of them pointed back to Paul, his mentor. Paul even dead through Timothy received honor and glory. Now I said earlier, some of you are gonna get healed from arthritis. I said that because the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and the migraine and others. Here's what I know. We're just going to worship and if you know, I'll give the benediction in a minute, but can we just rule and reign just a few minutes here? If you need prayer, you come right on down. We'll pray for you and we'll believe God will give you a reigning, healing body right now. Amen. Come on, friend. Let's let God do what he desires to do. Here we go.
1: your promise still stands. Great is your faith. still stands. He still stands. greatest or so faithfulness.
0: Father I thank you I thank you for the word of God I thank you for the truth I pray a divine anointing on all of our folk who listen tonight those watching online I pray God the peace and satisfaction and the joy of the Holy Spirit would be real God let us never get to the place that our greatest testimonies are behind us let our best and greatest testimonies be ahead of us let them be in the now. I pray you would just overflow this congregation with such blessing and such favor that we cannot keep it quiet that we have to tell everyone that we know. I thank you for our winter visitors who are here, many from Canada and other parts of the USA. I I pray God favor upon them, guide them, anoint them. And Lord, we welcome them back into the presence of God here at Victory Church. Minister, meet every single need, and we'll give you praise and honor. Amen. Now, listen, we still have a few gifts on that dove tree. Let's get those off that tree. Amen. You say, well, that, that one's pretty expensive. Well, partner with somebody, okay? Partner with them and say, hey, I'll get this. We can make that happen, all right? Turn to somebody that you really, really, really do love. And give them a great big old smile and say, "God bless you. I love you, everybody. See you Wednesday."
1: Can we declare that we've seen them move the mountains as we go tonight? Say, I see you move. You move the mountains, and I believe I see you do it again. You made. Daddy. Yeah. was with your, your, power, your power that's what you, you do so there, there is every nothing that's impossible. that's impossible oh and we're standing here only because In this first Sunday of the month, God, to push through anything that we could walk through. God, to keep our eyes focused on you, the author, the perfecter of our faith, that nothing is impossible through that name. More than a song, it's the reality of your presence, that you go with us. You're going to be in our Monday and our Tuesday and our Wednesday this week, and so we pray that you would help us to keep you first, whatever we're going to face this week. Help us to push through and honor you with everything that we have. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. We love you guys. We hope to see you back here Wednesday. Have an incredible night. Thank you for standing and worshiping with us.